You're listening to Say So Collective by Shay, Amina, and Yvette. Here you'll get honest conversation about life, career, and everything in between from your favorite millennial influencers. Hello and welcome to the Say So Podcast with Shay, Amina, and Yvette. This is our first podcast, so we are still trying to figure it out. But we wanted to introduce ourselves and Shay's going to start first. Hey, y'all. I'm Shay. I am... Very excited for this, you know, something we've been talking about for a little bit, and we're finally here getting ready to do it. I've been a creator for the last almost 10 years now, so this is a nice little pivot in what I've been doing. And yeah, very excited just to be here. I'm going to kick it off to Amina. Hello. I am really excited. Are you guys like excited slash nervous a little bit yes. or just, okay, I don't know why I'm a little nervous, but hello and welcome to our podcast. This has been a long time coming. Uh, we started talking about doing something together in a group capacity because we love hanging out with each other. We love working with each other. And so this is just going to kind of be our fun, safe space to talk all things, really everything where it's, it's going to evolve, I'm sure. But I started my creator journey um, about six years ago, six plus years ago. It's been a long time. And I think that as things have evolved from the topics that we've talked about, um, for me, it's been my transition to embracing my natural hair, um, to beauty, to content creation and all different types of things now starting a business. I think um, as time evolves, I think it's good to kind of mix things up. So I'm just excited for where this journey takes us. And I'm excited to be doing it with you guys. I'm excited too. All right, guys. My name's Yvette. I am also a content creator. Um, I started, I feel like seven-ish years ago as well. And I started talking about moving from Texas to California. And I thought that was going to be like my content vibes. And then I was like, I am bored and I like <laughs> fashion. So I started sharing fashion stuff. And then as we evolve, it's only so much fashion and beauty you can talk about. And it's like, I want to talk about some life things. Life. And I want, you know, to get connected to everybody on a different level. So this is why we started our podcast. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dang, it's me not even sharing what I do. This is Shay again, y'all. <laughs> I talk about fashion and beauty, and I've talked about trauma, grief, losing a parent, a whole bunch of a lot of stuff. <laughs> to throw that out there. I'm like, y'all too. Y'all say what y'all do, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just here two years in. <laughs> and she hits us with the fashions, too. Yeah, you know, that's always going to be there. But yeah, this is a nice little segue to do something a little different. All right. All right. Definitely. <laughs> Okay, so we know how this kind of started and how this was a little bit of a slow start just because we wanted to make sure that it was a change and pivot that we could commit to. We kind of knew the direction that we wanted to go. And I think that in starting something new and deciding to take what you've been doing for a long time in a new direction, there's just a lot of like fears that come up, maybe some limiting beliefs. I know that that's definitely something that I have struggled with. So we want to kind of talk a little bit more about that and um, how to overcome those to kind of start and feel confident to march forward in your new direction. Um, what are some of the things that have held you guys back? i in the past from just deciding to do something different or what even got you started 
and made you feel confident to like start sharing yourself online. Y'all can't see Yvette's face. Yvette <laughs> <laughs> has some She's signature faces that we'll mode. be introducing <laughs> later on, but they're always iconic. With a little side eye. Because I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. You know, I had a good point. I was thinking about, because you said what made me, like, I guess just want to overcome some fears or what's something that helped kind of like pivot yeah. my life. Um, this is kind of random, but because we're in LA, it's fitting. I always tell people this, but I took a random improv class and it changed my world. Be- what? I didn't know that. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. It was like when I first moved, the like literally the event. <laughs> The first year I moved, I took a um, commercial class and then right after an improv class. And I always recommend it to people because I was so shy and nervous. And that class made me do things that I never thought I would ever do before or say in front of people that I didn't know. So it was such a good experience, but also like made me see everything that I was doing differently. Like the path that I thought I was supposed to be on when I moved out here was like, girl, what are you doing? This is... The limit does not exist. And that that class, like, opened up my world for me. So I'm always like, girl, yeah, you should take an improv class. Okay. Do you think it was, like, more physical, like, putting yourself out there physically and having to do? Because I remember in, like, theater class in high school, you had to, like, practice falling and fainting. and Or was it more of, like, what you had to say to be vulnerable? Ooh, I thought the second one. What I had to say to be vulnerable. Because a lot of things I'm like, I would never say this to the people that know me personally. So saying this to strangers, I'm like, oh, this is different. But also like, this is not who I am if I'm just saying something that is told to me. You know, like, mm. why am I scared to say this? Like, I'm just repeating lines, you know? And it it was just, it was different. I can't even really explain it to the point where I'm like, just take the class. Like I tell everybody that I take the class one time. Okay. My That's sister has definitely t- told me to do that because she's she had her degree in... Um, let me not disrespect it, but Bachelor of Arts in acting, stage acting. Mm-hmm. And they had to do a lot of improv and a lot of just like stuff that you normally wouldn't do, I guess, in a regular class, I would say. And so she's always like, take a class like that because it literally puts you completely out of your comfort zone and you're forced to sort of be okay with being uncomfortable and people sort of just like staring at you. But think about it, in the class, everybody's doing the same thing. So there's nowhere for anybody to judge because like we're all... We're all doing this, looking a little, looking a little crazy. But in our conversations with each other, she's always telling me, like, you know, just take the class. It'll be very liberating. And I'm like, okay, girl, because you know. Mm-hmm. I think that that also definitely parallels what we've done too and putting ourselves out there and starting to overcome your fear where you just sort of push yourself out kind of the window to be publicly seen and you're just speaking from your heart on whatever it is that you talk about. And over time, that draws people to you because you are putting yourself out there. I remember I was so scared to put out my first YouTube video. I had edited like two videos prior and finally was just like, okay, this is the one. It's not perfect. I hit publish and then I closed my laptop and I didn't look at the computer for the rest of the day. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, it's out there. I put it out there, but it is like a vulnerability thing. So we're going to sign up for class. Yeah. I hope Um, you will do it again. I would do it again. Okay. Because it's been like five, six years. So I'm like, I would do it again just to see if I'm a different person now that 
you know, yeah, now that I put myself you definitely out there, like, are a different you. person. No, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. But you know, like you kind of want to see now how will I be how this girl? Yeah. You know? And I true. feel like there's different seasons too of like how we need to always challenge ourselves in different seasons of life to kind of be vulnerable again and share that new part. Cause it's like, yeah, you might've come in talking about something that now feels like you're completely removed from that space now. And it might feel scary to start sharing about something else. Like, is this fine to still be me talking about something new that maybe people don't talk to me about, but that's who you are as a person. (laughs) Yeah. That's very true. Um, And I think that kind of helps us to, I don't know, be comfortable with changing as we grow as cliche as that sounds, but like, you're not going to be the same person you were five years ago, 10 years ago. And so of course, interests may change, feelings may change about things. And so I think kind of being okay with, I guess, an industry that we're in sharing that change, because it's easy to say, oh, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this thing. And this is the thing I've been sharing this whole time. So I'm meant to just share this forever. But like, you never know. I mean, maybe five years down the line, we might be like, dang, fashion is cool, but it ain't that cool. I don't know. I, I okay. I'm, that's not gonna happen for me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. You never know. And so, um, but question, 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 question. What are the things you feel hold you back in, I guess, pursuing something different or just making a change, whatever that may be? And I know change is like is a big word, but any type of change. What are the things you guys feel sort of hold you back from doing it? Then now. Mm. I think one fear is definitely the confidence, like not knowing if I think when there is a fear that's deeper rooted, when it's like maybe it's lack uh, coming from a lack mindset where it feels like, okay, maybe my value was just in this. And like, am I enough holistically to to talk about this? Am I qualified enough to talk about this? Um, And the fact is that we're we are qualified because it's our experience to be able to share and talk about whatever has affected us and so i think um i think with the nature of the internet it's just it does get scary because you i think for me it's like will i be able to keep up the consistency of it and things like that so i think that's one of my fears that's a deep one but yeah i mean yeah that's a valid fear i mean understandably so lack is something that i think a lot of people deal with secretly and don't really feel comfortable always talking about because it you know you kind of feel there's some shame around it but it's a real fear and that's one of my fears as well um i think another one is i call myself a recovering perfectionist and oh yes for that's me, a good one i like things to be just right and i've learned in the last couple years that things will never be just right, <laughs> no matter how much you try. And so for me, sometimes making a change requires me to do things imperfectly, like just put it out there or just do whatever it is that I want to do without the expectation that is going to be perfect the first go round. To be honest, it may never be perfect the number of go rounds I do, but just knowing that I actually took the step to do it is better than not doing anything at all. And so um, that coupled with the lack perspective has been something that I know has held me back a lot of times from doing things. And you get to a point where you're just like, all right, I can't be living like this no more. Right. Like, like are we feel, gonna do it or not? Yeah, you feel really bound by mm-hmm. 
these things that at the end of the day, you kind of look back, you're just like, really, I let that stop me. And I look back on so many things where I'm like, damn, I really let something like that just stop me from doing something different. Um, so yeah, moving forward, I'm like, it's not going to be perfect, bro. It's not going to be perfect at the end of the day, but it will be done. So. And I think that that kind of perspective is what brought us to finally pulling the trigger on the podcast too. We did have some fear about the perfection and the planning. And we love, even though all of us have a different style of working, we all love a good plan. We do. We love strategy. <laughs> we love to anticipate the future. And sometimes getting lost in those details will definitely hold you back. And I'm sure that that's something that a lot of people deal with because it doesn't matter if it's getting started in your career or not knowing what to study in school or, you know, starting a business. Like, you just have to start. Um, but I think that it's easy to get in your head. And I think when you have the accountability of like great friends, a community, a family, whoever it is around you that can like kind of give you that nudge, like just do it, just do it already. I think that makes a big difference. In the words of good old Nike, just do it. <laughs> I do feel like, like we were yeah, talking give, about. Give us your, what's one of your What's fears? one of my fears? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really thinking, I was like, this is hard. Um, I will say. I thought about this one for a while, and I think it's, like, people taking me serious. Um, I think for the longest, when you have a path that you're going on or you think you're supposed to go on, and you don't do it, and you think that people are going to be like, oh, I thought you were doing this, but now you're doing... Ooh, that's so true. ...this thing. Oh goodness, yeah. You know? Judgment. Judgment, yeah. And so it's like, ah. So then I think, well, people aren't going to take me serious, and this is not a serious thing. And that's a fear of mine. So, like, you know, I feel like whenever you're out and about, we still do this to this day, no matter how much money that you can make being a content creator you still be like, oh, I'm a content creator. And people look at you like, oh, okay, that's cute. I try to jazz it up a little Like, I'm an influencer. Yeah. I work in marketing, guys. (laughs) I mean, we do work (laughs) in marketing. But it's it's that thing. And then when I talk to people that, like, know me from college, like, oh, I thought you were going to do this, you're going to do that. And I'm like, I'm very happy doing this thing. But when I'm saying it to them, I don't sound happy because I'm already thinking they're going to judge me. So it's kind of like a fear of, like, Am I confident in in this thing or do I think they, they don't take me serious doing this thing, you know? Yeah, I think it is easy to get on the defense when you're always trying to anticipate what people's thoughts are towards what you're doing. And when you're doing something that feels traditional, it's like you're prepared with your title and your elevator pitch like this is really going to wow them. Yeah. <laughs> But do you even like doing that thing? No, they don't. Yeah. And I remember when I was in corporate, I, my path took me to corporate and I, I took myself so seriously. And that's something that I am really working on still kind of recovering from that because in real life, I don't like, I feel like I'm a silly person, but I just love, I, I do sometimes cling on to the perfectionism of things. But at the end of the day, I really do just love the joy of things, the creative expression. But when I was in corporate, I think I was always trying to prove that I was like a serious boss ass chick that <laughs> would like wore heels. I'm a I, I remember woman. <laughs> yes, I'm a businesswoman. I walk to work in my commuter flats and then pop on my heels. And oh, she was real. <laughs> yeah. When I was working in downtown Chicago, I was like, I have made it. I'm walking in heels downtown. Yes. <laughs> the wind is blowing in my hair. I am so uncomfortable. 
but you might but, but, but like, I no. made it. <laughs> yeah, and people seeing you in your suit or your nice button yes. shirt and your swag. I mean, but it, it does look nice. I was, yes, I, I was suited and booted and I felt so validated. But mm-hmm. the work I was doing, I was not doing my work. And so every day I was trying to show up in this role. And I love the aesthetic of it. I love, obviously, the the accolades and those type of things that came along with it. But when it came to putting my energy and heart into the work, it wasn't something that I felt like I could ever do fully because it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And mm. that is always going to catch up to you. Like you can That's only true. hide from true you for so long. And then she's going to come out and either try to wreck things or you're going to feel like there's something missing and you get to a breaking point where it's like, are we going to do this and pursue what your interests are or are you just going to be this shell? This part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm, so how do you feel like or what do you feel like you've done lately to, I guess, change those things and not have those feelings or overcome your fears? The interesting things about overcoming your fears is that you think that if you do it one time that you, that's it. Like Mm -hmm. that's all you got to do. And so when I finally worked enough to be able to pursue content creation and the creative direction and all of that stuff full time, it was amazing. But I thought that that was sort of like my finale of having to do hard work emotional work which is so <laughs> just the beginning so, <laughs> wow she was young and naive it's okay i think in every season no matter where you are there's always going to be a new challenge that comes to the table that forces you to become more you mm-hmm. what are some of those things that have come up for you where now that you have gone full time and now that you are pursuing one of your passions because we all have are multi-passionate what are some of those things for you guys where you feel like, oh, I thought I wasn't expecting this hurdle to overcome? That's a good question. Money. Ooh. Ooh. Which, you know, <laughs> That's we can get that to in, you know, another episode. But <laughs> you make the money and you're like, okay, by the time I make this amount of money, I'm going to be good. And then I made that amount of money. And I was like, mm, okay. Ooh, the cycle begins. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh. And the crazy thing is that when you're not worried about money anymore, a whole bunch of other things you can now kind of put your focus on. Like before when I was struggling with money and I was broke, po, <laughs> <laughs> I could only focus on that because I was like, my focus right now is just trying to not be in the struggle. Like, bro, I do not want to be struggling with money. Obviously, I had other stuff I was dealing with, like grief and sadness and, you know, losing a parent. But all of that was mixed in with trying to not be in the struggle. Then you get into no longer being in the struggle financially and boom, it's like everything else that was sort of kind of dormant literally came to the forefront for me. And it was just like, oh, my God. Wow. Okay, like like I said, I've been grieving, but now it came back full force. Like, like you're still grieving. You're still grieving. There's other things in your childhood that you haven't really addressed, things that in your adulthood that you really haven't addressed. And so it's interesting how, you know, you think that you get one thing and it'll help another thing. But I would say for me, what has helped me sort of, I guess, balance that and be okay with the changes that do come with adulthood is 
being okay with the changes that come with adulthood. I don't know how else to describe it, but I let myself know, and kind of to your point, Yvette, where we're all, we're allowed to change our minds about things. Like if I said I wanted to be an accountant, which was the case when I first started college, I was like, I'm going to work at Merrill Lynch and I'm going to be the top accountant. It sounded Girl, good. I took an accountant class and I was like, girl, what is this? <laughs> Boring. Get me out. And Boring. I changed to another major. And then obviously I worked in marketing and now I do not work in marketing per se. Um, and I had to be okay with being comfortable with changing my mind. I think for me, that has helped me be comfortable with change. Cause I'm like, I'm allowed to do something different. Like nobody is telling me and holding a gun to my head. Like Shay, you can only be a fashion influencer girl. That's it. No, I can do it all if I just so choose to. Um, and in that way, I feel like I'm kind of catering to my inner child as well, who mm. wanted to do a bunch of things, but felt like she couldn't because she had to be the perfect first daughter. She had to be the perfect student, the perfect friend, the perfect blase blase. And now I'm like, you know what? You just I can just do, you. you know, just that's so real. I'm like I talked about a lot of stuff. But we're going to get to that stuff <laughs> no, no, later. Don't, don't you worry. All of that's really good. And I think that it just brings back that like you might think that there's only one issue that you have to deal with when in reality life is life. Like there's so many different layers to it. And so when you overcome one, then the other one gets to have its moment to shine and be handled and allow you to learn how to feel. <laughs> to shine. Yeah. 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 Like, hello, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm here. Like, breaking your back. <laughs> don't forget about me. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a part of the journey. And I think learning to be okay with it and learning how to handle different things in different seasons, like, hopefully, eventually we're going to get to a point where we're like, I've dealt with this before. We're okay. That's true. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I, I think assuming. so. I think because now even <laughs> we can say like situations come up where we're like, I would have handled that differently a couple years ago. Yeah. Even six months ago, I'm like, I probably would have handled this way differently than I am handling it now. I know situations where I'm like, you lucky it's not me from a year ago. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. matured and I've it's become. It's giving growth. It's giving growth. Mm-hmm. We love it. Mm. Yep. What about you, Yvette? I feel like I'm the same with Shay, where you said like once you start to make your money and you're like, ah, what's next? And then all these other things come into play. Now it's like, I wasn't thinking about this. I didn't really care about this that much at first. And now you have a whole new list of struggles because even though they're really not crazy struggles, you make them struggles now that your biggest struggle, which would be finances for a majority of the world, is now not a struggle for you anymore. So you're like, okay, what else can I make a big struggle now? And you're like, what? You know, like, what else can I make an issue? You're uh, kind of like making problems. Yeah, because you're like, I need something. Yeah. What, what is going on? Yeah. Mm. It's like mentally, we're all doing it, but not really knowing this is not an issue. Why are we making an issue? I think that comes back mm. to lack because it's yeah. like we allow it to not be enough. And yeah. so when you allow what this new thing is that you were able to achieve and accomplish that was once a goal, you're like, okay, now what's next? And I think that's a part of the human condition where mm-hmm. we always want to better ourselves instead of embracing some contentment at times and then rushing to the next chapter instead of like savoring that like, ooh, we accomplished a goal. Good job. Yeah, it's savoring. I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but like savoring the moment and being like, hey, this is a big moment. Let me sit in on this for like a year. 
And let's go, you know, <laughs> yes. like truly. And let's imagine. Go, go on to the next. But we never do that. It's like a one day celebration. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, if that, I'm if already that. behind. One hour, I'm like, month. all right, next to the, <laughs> on to the next one. But every time we have these conversations and I think about it, I'm like, wait, I didn't celebrate that enough. You're right. Yeah. Let me. You did a good job. You, you know, did. Yvette celebrated herself this month. <laughs> And I, I always to try to celebrate myself. <laughs> and every time I think about her, I talk about it, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to celebrate myself and I'm going to make sure this moment is big and I'm not going to belittle it because of somebody else that's amazing, you know? So why am I making it so small? Um, yeah, I just think, I mean, again, that's a whole nother conversation, but like that is how I'm like trying to work through those things. I'm like, why am I overthinking this? Why am I thinking of the next thing? Why... Am I not content? Why am I never satisfied? So yes. another thing that I think holds back a lot of people as including myself and especially including the internet in general and the culture of it, and also back to how we thought we wanted to be one thing to impress other people is comparison. Comparison mm. is a huge factor in holding us back from conquering what we want to achieve because we might feel the confidence. We might be ready. And then we look over and we're like, oh, I'm not doing it as good as them though. Or, mm. oh, I met that girl and she was really happy about being an accountant. She made this much money and she looked amazing and she drove a nice car and she's really good at math. So you sold yourself on being this prototype that is not you. I'm not good at math. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to laugh because as soon as you started talking, Amina, Shay's face. Because <laughs> she said comparison, and that really is the what. That the, might be her. She's the, yeah, she's top chick, and I, I don't like it. She's very like rude. Who comparison? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she comes in hot, and I'm like, girl, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, she does come in hot. Um, what's interesting though, is that I think that some people, or maybe all of us secretly kind of operate or have gotten used to operating in that realm of, I mean, you were saying like lack where it's like, we don't know how else to operate outside of that. It's just mm -hmm. like, we've been operating lack so long that it becomes sort of like, kind of like your comfort character, I guess I would say your mm -hmm. comfort zone where it's just like. No matter what, if you always think you're lacking, you're just gonna you're just gonna have that mindset. And so for a lot of people, myself included, I know I've clocked myself when I'm like, I think I'm operating from a position of lack or comparison, where it's just like that's all I know. That's all I've known to do. And so to try to do something different feels very scary. Like, what will it look like to operate without comparing myself to somebody else? What would it look like to operate without thinking that this is never gonna be enough for me? That's a scary thought because it definitely, you know, opens the world to like, wow, okay, there's so many things that I can do if I just operated outside of this. But I hate to say it, but sometimes it's comfortable to operate in that. It's limiting, but it's comfortable because it is limiting. You're like, okay, I, this is what I do in this kind of pocket. Mm -hmm. To think about what I can do outside of that pocket, it's like, that's a, that's a lot. That's outside. That's a lot of things that you can potentially accomplish. And I think that sometimes that's kind of scary for people to um, say. I know we've had the conversation where I've said it to y'all where I was like, I'm a little nervous outside of just being nervous to talk, but just nervous about doing something like this because it's different than what I've done before. Um, and it's sort of taking me out of my pocket 
of what I'm used to. Because I'm like, ooh, you know, who knows what can come of this? And that's scary. Yeah. Mm Because I'm like, I'm so used to operating in a place of limitation. I'm so used to operating in a place where I'm like, where I know how much I can probably get. But now thinking like, oh, shoot. This could be bigger than me. This could be bigger than me. I'm like, (laughs) it's a little scary. It's a little scary. I mean, it's scary to obviously do anything outside of our comfort zone, but it's always beautiful when you step out of your comfort zone and do anything. Because you always see like, wow, the results to this was amazing. And I would have never done this if I didn't step out. And acknowledging how long the results take sometimes. And maybe not starting from the place of what are the results to make you feel comfortable, but just showing up and doing the work. And it's really hard to do and it's scary. I love the term that you used, a comfort character, lack being a comfort character, because it is kind of a place where we hold on to our old stories of, oh, well, I grew up like this. And so this is why I'm not really good at doing this or I have just never had this or back in school, this happened to me. So this is why I don't, when we can always rewrite our own stories and we can always make a choice to do something different than what we've had in the past, but it's just having the awareness first. And then in therapy, we say, greet that emotion, even if it's uncomfortable and then continue. You just Mm. move forward. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Where uh-huh. I'm like feeling something, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm feeling in this moment. Yeah. Sometimes Scared, I think that we try to avoid lacking. it. We do. And or maybe just cling to what we use we're comfortable with. Yeah. And say, oh yeah, of course I wouldn't do this. This this I don't do this. And then you stop yourself instead of being like, I recognize that this is a fear. This is where it's coming from. We see it and we're gonna continue forward anyway, and it's gonna be fine. I I think that's the solution, but it takes time. Like, it's not just like, oh, yeah, all I have to do is just be like, boom. Yeah, you definitely don't wake up and say, huh, today I I am fearless. Yeah, (laughs) I think it. Honestly, you have great days where you're like, wow, I'm killing it. Like, look at me not regressing. And then you have days where you literally take like 20,000 steps back. You're just like, I thought I, I thought I was I thought I was progressing and. I guess to that I say, I guess embrace it because yeah. I with all these things and just overcoming, you know, limiting beliefs and to, to bring it back around. There's going to be hills and valleys, hills and valleys. Yes, there's going to be hills and valleys. Literally, there's going to be some ups and downs. And I don't even think that there's like an end goal. Like, I don't think you're just going to one day just always be on a hill. Even at your highest, there's going to be a low. I think that's just how life goes. And so becoming comfortable with knowing that. You know, as much as I can overcome, there might be a moment where I might slip back into my small old ways, but I can recognize it. And I'm like, okay, this is me sort of regressing a little bit. So let me take a moment and then let me put myself back up again and not beating ourselves up for, you know, potentially going back to what we're comfortable with and our comfort character. Yeah. Love you know? that. I love that. So if you guys were to give our community, our new community, um, a word of encouragement for overcoming some of their limiting beliefs or struggles or fears that they're dealing with right now that they're a little bit on the fence. What's your encouraging word or phrase or quote that you would leave them with that helps you push forward? It's yeah, a hard one. Um, I guess for me would be, I've said it 
you know, in this episode, but be okay with changing your mind. Mm, that's a good one. I think one. that a lot of us just feel like we simply cannot. And so because we feel like we cannot, we feel like we can't do other things, which I think just contributes to like the fear of doing something different, the okay. fear of going after something you want because you're just afraid to change your mind. Um, it's okay. Like we're human. And like I said, who you were six months ago, I mean, who you were even like a month ago, a week ago, we are consistently changing. And so it's okay to say, you know what? I thought I really liked that, but maybe I don't. Or maybe you try it out and you're like, actually, mm, I, I like, I don't really like doing that. It's okay. <laughs> if somebody's there to judge you, be like, okay, well, at least I tried it. Did you try it? Shoot. Exactly. So yeah, be okay with changing your mind. Yeah. Obviously don't be flippy floppy, but you know, be okay with changing your mind as you need to. I, I like would, that. I would say to try, oh, we kind of just said that, but I guess it's like the same thing. To try anything as in like, don't be afraid that you have to just, kind of what you said earlier, work one job or do one thing or have one hobby or have one profession. You can do truly anything. And as long as you believe it, then other people believe it. And I'm like, always preach that to Rodney. That's my boyfriend, by the way. But I always <laughs> preach that to him. I'm like, you love people. And you're like, how did they get to this point? And it's always people that he loves. And I'm like, they got to that point because they didn't give up. They truly believed it was going to happen eventually. And I think if you continue on something like, okay, I'm going to do this one thing today. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. Then everybody's like, wow, she does this thing. And you never did that thing before. But now you do this thing. So I believe like That's a good you create whatever you want to happen. And like, so true. You know, like, don't, like, like try everything. yesterday, but I do it today. But I do it today, yeah. And I'm like going to try doing whatever I like until maybe it sticks with you. Maybe I decide to change my mind. I like it. I love that. That's yeah. a good one. I am going to borrow from the only quote that I've ever really had to memorize. It was for a pageant in college. <laughs> um, but I had to select a quote to live by and or that I would say is my motto and um it is from Ralph Waldo Emerson and remixed it's she who is not every day conquering some fear has not learned the secret of life and I think that that comes back to all of us and what we've done is we were really scared to get started and just to get started whatever the new thing was. And we just decided to do it anyway. On the days that maybe it didn't feel good to show up. Maybe sometimes we didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're showing but up now. Eventually we showed up and then we showed up again. <laughs> like we're showing up now. <laughs> sometimes you can't show up, bro. What can you do? You don't have to show up every day, but try. <laughs> maybe that's my quote. It's funny. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it just continue to look your fears in the face, write them down. Um, Tim Ferriss, who's an author that I love and has a great podcast, also uh, recommends doing something called fear setting where you write down your fears and the worst possible outcome that could happen and see how realistic that fear actually is of coming true. And actually look at it in the face because mm -hmm. sometimes they're just these thoughts that are floating around yeah. and you can't catch them. So they just kind of overpower you. 
And I think that actually knowing and keeping an inventory of what your fears are allows you to slowly but surely like debunk them and just say that that's not true. That's, that's not my reality. Yeah. Um, that's a so good one. yeah, look your fears mm. in the face and say, we're doing it anyway. Yeah. I like that. Aww. That was like a summary of all of ours. I know. Which was great. Yeah. you summarize that. We love yes. to see it. Well. So, ladies and gents, <laughs> I feel like that was a a good first podcast. Yeah. That was a good chat. I did too. We, like, it was a good conversation. We got the word across. Hopefully y'all got the, y'all got the emotion, the feeling. The vibes. The vibes. <laughs> At the end of the day. Um yeah, I mean, we're really excited to have all of you here as our community. And as we continue to grow this community, you know, this is just the beginning. And we definitely feel the support, you know, from our individual brands, I would say. And so coming together and joining all our forces, um, I can confidently say that we'll continue to feel that support. And just we're happy to be able to just share these things with each other. These are conversations that we basically have on our own. So we're sort of just bringing that to the forefront for y'all to listen in to what we're saying. But we want y'all to feel as we do, as we kind of grow and continuously sort of talk and just share about our life experiences. Nobody's perfect. Nobody has it all figured out. And we want y'all to know that we don't either. (laughs) No matter what you see on social media, we do not have it all figured out. And so we're happy to have y'all here. And... I guess we'll see y'all in our next episode. Yes. Also, make sure to check out our Instagram at Say So Collective. We really want this to be a community and open conversation. So if there's something that we talk about that resonates with you or that you would like to touch on more, let's talk about it. Leave a comment if you want to follow us for the vibes. You know you could do that too. Um, But yeah, I'm just really excited to start this community and continue our friendship over the airwaves too, because I love talking to you guys. I know, this is great. It makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. And also our Instagram does have the vibes, okay? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, we're we're here. bringing. Don't, worry. don't heat, you worry. Okay, we're we're planning. <laughs> you better not fumble. Kidding, <laughs> kidding, but not really. Uh, <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.